Ladies and gentlemen, imagine that you could walk into your boss's office for the very last time. And as you leave his office, you know you're on a better path because you've decided to take a chance on your dreams and build that business that's going to give you the lifestyle that you deserve. And you think to yourself, it's going to be easy. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I have a rude awakening for you. Uh, starting your own business is a lot of pros. It gives you fulfillment and freedom, but there are equal amount of frustrations, difficulties, and challenges lying ahead. And what we've decided to do with this channel is to inspire you with our stories, our expertise, and our knowledge so that you can one day walk into your boss's office with pride and say, cheers, boss. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Cheers Bus. You've got David here with me. How's it, David? How's it? How's it? And then you're obviously listening to Lawrence. We are the entrepreneurs with the mostest here in South Africa, teaching you what we know about entrepreneurship, sharing our advice, and hopefully getting you to a point where you're confident enough to walk into your boss's office and say, I've up my income, so up yours. We're here to talk about entrepreneurship. What's today's topic, Dave? Today is a topic that you and I have probably been had like 30 hours of the conversations about in the mm. last few days, and that Exhausted. is uh, shareholding and investors and founders and venture capital and all that rubbish mm. it's been challenging and i think i think for the guys listening you know this this is this is an inevitable journey of any business uh, as you start maybe it's just you on your own in your room you know coming up with an idea drawing out some some different plans and then as you start to get traction you start to get a good contract or some sales or you start marketing it well then people start seeing your business and they get interested in becoming a shareholder and that's when mm. that's when it gets tricky isn't it dave it, that is definitely when it gets tricky at the end of the day if you want someone to come onto your business and provide a capital or value you mm. generally are either going to pay them a salary but if you're starting out and you've got a small business you might not yeah. have that salary to pay so at least when you look at skilled people so then you're generally going to have to give skilled people either equity or give them a salary and then investors you mm. probably don't even have the money to think about paying them back so you definitely have to give them equity and they're gambling on you you see that's the trick right in, and as a small business you don't have the money to pay for skilled resources so your only way to get them is to do is to do equity shares mm. um, but you don't want to give shares too early because you don't know what the company is going to be valued at yet so if, if maybe I just use a personal example, we've built this app and uh, there are three key st uh, shareholders in this app being myself and then two of my partners. And um, we at, at, at one point in time created a value for the app because we needed to know what the buy-in would be for, for the third partner to come in. Mm -hmm. And now we need to try and get him out um, and now the value has been stayed or is 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 valued at the at the initial buy-in um and we don't have the cash flow to get him out you know so we we just started to now make a little bit of profit and now we have to pay this huge fee to buy him out of the third shares that he bought um so we're in this tricky situation where on one hand we want to get rid of this uh, shareholder because he's not adding any more value but on the other hand we can't afford to pay him out and now we're stuck in bed it's like being stuck in a marriage of the person you don't like but mm. you don't have enough money to go and live on your own yeah that's what it feels like uh do we swear on this podcast i can't remember yeah we definitely do uh the the, the technical term then is f off money <laughs> f off money that's it <laughs> but we, it's money that helps you f off yeah no i should actually blip out that word that's a little bit rough <laughs> yeah but yeah like at the end of the day you're just paying someone to leave and you're paying them above what it's probably worth mm. i mean if you look at a lot of businesses when you start uh you put capital and you put time in the business mm. owes more money than it has and to try and say well now the business is worth two three million rand uh, when it's goodwill value and i guess maybe we should talk about goodwill value well i think before we get into that dave you, you touched on something how can you go about valuing a business and i know there's many different ways mm. but in your your experience what do you think is a fair way to value a business 
There's a thousand ways to value a business at the end of the day. Um, discount of cash flow being one of the more popular ones where you look at how much money the business makes and mm. you factor in the future value, of the, the total value of the business by much how much income it can generate. Um, so that generally works quite well for these online businesses. Can you give us an example? So let's say, for example, your business is rolling 100,000 rand a month in revenue. Revenue. Okay. Then obviously it's about 1.2 million rand a year, but then you've got expenses and that sort of thing. And what discounted cash flow would do is look forward on average five years and say, well, this is how much your expenses will grow up. This is how much you could see your revenue go up and mm. essentially work that percentage out and then go total revenue over that time or total gross profit over that time would be your value. Um, obviously, so the value at the end of five years of your total profit, let's say, that you've generated over those five years would be your buy, your, your value of your company. Yeah, yeah. bear in mind using net value and future present value, future value as your as, as a balancing tool, right? Because if I have a hundred thousand rand today, it's not worth a hundred thousand rand five years yeah, so from now. So that's the discounted part. So that's the discounted part of the discounted cash flow. So if we had to just use a, a really random example, let's say you're making a hundred thousand rand profit this year. Yeah. And then in year two, again, you're making a hundred thousand. Or maybe you can say that you grow in value and you grow in revenue, make 120 in year two, 140 in year three, 150 in year four, 160 in year five. So if you add that together, 100, 120, 140, 116, we're assuming like a 20% growth year, right? Um, your total cash flow over those years comes to 700. And then you have to discount that so but that then it's you have to relatable to today's currency value. You discount the, further, the furthest one away. So that would be, what, 6%, right? Yeah. So then you're going to have to take that. So I'm actually doing the math on a spreadsheet. Uh, times it by, uh, open records, 1 minus 0 0.06. And times that part by six years. So your final year, instead of eight, 180, you're looking at 115. So that would be the cash flow that you're earning in profit for the final year. Yes. And that would be the value of your company today. Pretty much. So it's, it's so you wouldn't you wouldn't add the five years of cash flow. You take the fifth year's cash flow at a discounted rate. Well, you use the full discounted cash flow of year four as well, the discounted cash flow of year three, year two, and year one. And you'd add them together. And you'd add that discounted figure together. And that would give you your buy-in figure or your value of your company. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, my rough figures ends up being, like, you have a total cash flow of 700 over those years, and that drops down to about 500 if you discount it. And that's in the value of your company. So, guys, basically, how you can value a company in this way is you take the profit you're going to earn over five years. Remember, to discount it because money becomes less valuable as time goes on. And your profit accumulated over those five years at a discounted rate will equal what your potential company is worth. I think it's important for you to remember that pretty much there's entire careers and businesses that run off the maths here, right? Mm. Your sister, for example, right? Yeah. Her entire business is predicated around the idea of valuing businesses and buying them off of yeah. where they can go. So, this And it's is, also taking into account the people resources, the legals, the liabilities. There's a lot more to it, yeah. but this is just one of the ways and, in which And obviously, you can. like factoring assets, one of those things. So maybe you run a property business, right? Mm. Our property businesses would be valued based off the equity we have in all the properties plus a recurring cash flow figure. So, okay. so it's like throwing quite a few things together. Yeah, let's, let's use a property example, right? So, so let's say let's say this deal that I did in Rosettenville where the equity I could probably assume the equity in that deal is maybe nine hundred. 
mm. because we bought it at a low rate and the market value is quite high. So immediately you got 900 worth of value in that business, right? So that would be the value of the business and then the cash Base. flow. How would you take the cash flow? And for those of you who don't know what cash flow is, it's your rental every month minus all of your expenses. It's your profit every month from a rental point of view. Essentially Within this deal market, yeah. is about, let's call it 10 grand. 10 grand. You still run a discounted cash flow figure and you'd apply that to your business in the long run. Okay, so you'd still take the monthly cash flow, annualize it, mm-hmm. get it over five years, get the discounted profit, and then the equity on top of that. Yeah, add that to your equity value. And then I would know what my business would be worth or this specific property transaction yeah. in five years' time. Yeah, and of course, you can also think about sure. capital growth and the reduction yeah. of your loan, loan, amount, yeah. loan liability and how much that'll be over time. But yeah, generally, you'd only charge sure, it for It's quite complicated, actually. It can be really complicated. So, discount capital is like one of the more simple ones. I now, know. what if you've got an online business with no assets? Then you're not going to... Then you... A, the the logical argument that an accountant would argue is that it's only worth what your revenue is. But like I hinted on earlier, and like you hinted on, there's goodwill, right? So obviously mm-hmm. we can look at people, right? And maybe, and if you listen to the investor shows of Sharks Den, what of all the Shark Tank and Dragon's Den, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sharks Den is now what I'm recording it, um, they often invest based off the people and the person who's there. Mm-hmm. And that's a completely intangible thing. It's the same thing. Like, and then with branding as well. Because then goodwill is essentially more commonly referred to as your branding or your client perception of your business. Yeah. And how do you value that, right? Like, yeah. how do you value the brand that is Coca-Cola? What my dad always said is that a company is only as worth as much as someone's willing to pay for. Yeah, and that's that's the true thing. So when when we had these conversations, we were in a boardroom for the whole day a couple of days ago. One of the resulting conversations was, well, the only true value we can establish in this business is based off of how much investors willing to pay us for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the the investors are taking a subjective view on what your company's worth, and it's up to you as the entrepreneur and business mm. owner to figure if that is a fair or unfair valuation. Mm. Yeah, it's tricky because it's not like there's not like a science or a one fits all. This is what your company's oh, no, there's worth. There's a science around this, but it's sort of like astrophysics and yeah. rocket rocket science. Yeah, it's like rocket it's one of those. It's one of those sort of sciences. It's very difficult to sort of put your head around it. So, w- what are the challenges you're experiencing now, Dave, with your with your trying to get your um, shareholder out the business? Well, at the end of the day, we've sort of been touching on it, right? It's my shareholder. Our shareholder has bought when the business was nice and young and early and there's some money that their shareholder invested as a loan as well. So, Mm. and they did some sweat equity as well. So now they have a perception that the business is worth a lot, but from an accounting perspective and from a business perspective, when they decided to exit, it's not actually worth a lot. The business is in debt, which if you do the maths, it's actually kind of funny because if the business is in debt, you should actually pay investors to take shares. Mm, yeah, <laughs> technically. <laughs> so that's an interesting calculation. So it's, it's, that's the thing that I'm struggling with at the moment is I have an investor who is perceiving that we are worth a lot more than we are on paper. Mm. And it's great to say that your goodwill is worth 4 million rand and you look at the social media and the sort of engagement and the traction we have, maybe the business could be considered to be worth 4 or 5 million rand. But mm. it, do- it doesn't have the cash flow to justify it. It's just going to sink the business, right? If you have to pay this person out, assuming a 4 million rand valuation and mm. your cash flow is you know, neutral yeah. at best, <laughs> uh, you know – how are you ever going to pay this guy off? So how, how do you negotiate somebody? How do you exit somebody cleanly out of that situation? 
Uh, <laughs> which is the question I posed, Dave, a really hard question. This is something we've been wrapping our heads around, but I think if, if you could maybe share the, the loan account that you had in mm. mind, that was a clever strategy. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, the fairest thing to do is ensure that they get paid out for the money that they contributed, right? That's that's the most equitable thing because they've invested right in the business to help it get started. Let's pay you they've out They've taken that. the risk from their time and that's the risk that they might have to lose. But yeah, yeah I agree. The, the capital they've inserted must be paid back and maybe with an interest if maybe it's been over a per, period of time. Yeah. yeah, that would be fair. But I think that would be the fairest way to exit somebody. Yeah, because to go and say, you know, you put 100 hours over X, X amount of months into this business and that makes it worth this uh, is difficult because when you're doing business operations how much of the work that you put in is actually revenue generating and how mm. much of it is speculative and how much of it is wasted yeah so and something we also mentioned dave is that people sometimes completely overestimate the value and the time they've committed to something mm. so just because you've put ten thousand hours into something doesn't mean you've put ten thousand hours of value into the mm. company and it's that perception that somebody has that's the dangerous yeah. part you have to actually manage perceptions back especially if you're the kind of person who's put a brand value in your time and say like my time is worth 600 an hour it doesn't matter what i do and mm. you say i've put 200 odd hours into this business then pay me whatever that is it's yeah it's a good way to kind of get a value but again the perception of time is your hour worth 600 rand were you doing activities that were 600 rand worth yeah and that essentially you're going to argue and say that it's yeah i put in 120 rand 120 rands worth of hours, 120,000 rands worth of hours yeah. but then the counter argument from the people stuck in the businesses but that didn't realize that's 120,000 rand worth of income that's or it. profit or that's margin it. and that's so is the time you're putting in generating 600 rand per hour because then you can say yes i've put in mm. 600 rand or 600 rand yeah. per hour into this Sure. So, I so think uh, I think let's uh, let's look a little on the the rosy side because I think you yeah. and I are both a little depressed about all this <laughs> conversation. So let's think about a ideal, right? You and I, Lawrence, we're starting a new business together. Um, we're co-founders, so let's say mm. we're going fifty-fifty. Well, let's just use High Perform Academy, which yep. is our little baby. This is the model I'm using. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, we're both putting in work in different times, but we both feel like we're putting in equal work. So yeah. as founders, we're happy with fifty-fifty, right? Yeah, fifty percent time, fifty percent money each hour. What if we needed to raise half a million rand next week? how what offer could we make to an investor because we're not cash flow positive yet mm. where all the work is soft it's all ip right it's mm. not a lot of like we didn't yeah. buy a car or anything just like that. just for those of you who haven't heard our previous podcast dave and i started an online university called high perform academy and uh, we've got a little bit of traction on it now one or two corporate clients have shown interest uh, but currently it's still a cash flow neutral business it doesn't mm. have a lot of expenses but not a lot of income and the question now is if we needed to raise a million rand maybe to upgrade our platform or to you know to do something of the, of the likes how would we structure the shares sure I think the, 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 the great question would be uh, what would our discounted cash flows be over five years, value the business, and then sell our shares um, equally for that million rand investment? But but you and I have a speculative view where that business is worth more than what the cash flow could be over Correct, the next but two years. then we have years. to be good salespeople because a business <laughs> is only worth as much as people are willing to buy it. Mm. We have to prove to somebody that we have the right marketing collateral, that we have the right specialization that we have the right yeah. people in our business to be able to get that that value yeah and i think people need to look at the idea of selling shares very cautiously because mm. you can get into a sticky situation and i think for me the ideal negotiation i would look at is what's called vested shares mm. um where 
we would essentially give the investor a loan account and at some point the loan account is either due or we convert it into shares. Yeah. So we get half a million rand a day and a couple of years from now we say, actually, we're going to repay your loan back. Thank you very much. Here's your loan plus interest or we're going to take your loan plus interest and convert it to shares at that share value mm. then. Mm. Um, there are a few other interesting ones that I was talking to the accountant about by, but that was way above my pay grade. Yeah. And so chat to your accountants about how can we offer the opportunity for shares but not necessarily have to sell and part with a bunch of shares that's it because that's what you're looking after and you i would consider a similar structure for if you're having to get talents in right mm. maybe we wanted to bring a developer on board and that developer we wanted to give share equity we i would only say we we start dripping that share equity over time Mm. maybe you get five five something percent up front yeah. and you make available them 25 but they need to put in x Agreed. amount of metrics and targets before mm. they get that shareholding so dave closing off what's your one final statement you want people to leave with just be very careful be a little greedy i know it sounds bad but take treat those shares very preciously because they could mm. be a lot and it could cause a lot of conflict if you give them to the wrong people that's it I think my final bit of advice is that not everybody's going to have the same vision and motivation as you. So if you start a business and you get a few uh, partners and shareholders in, um, just because they started with you doesn't mean they're going to end with you. Just because they were excited about the vision in the beginning doesn't mean that they'll maintain that. And you need to also learn when somebody's adding to the business and when somebody isn't adding and, and you know allocate the shares accordingly. 100%. Thank you very so much. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was our story, and that's what we're sticking to. It's been a plum pleasing pleasure and a privilege to have you on the show again. Please go and check out our latest little project called High Perform Academy. We share all of our insights, strategies, knowledge about time management, goal setting, and how to be an extremely high performer in whatever industry you're in. And until next time, happy investing. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another one of our podcasts. And as you know, we're delivering this content on a weekly basis. So come back, check us out again. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to give us some comments, feedback, queries, or if there's maybe a topic that you want us to discuss next time, get us on social media. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Search for Cheers Boss, but we'll also put the URLs in the show notes below. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like this vibe, click subscribe, join the tribe. Let's go on this community journey together because we've been walking the journey and we'd love to show you the ropes. If you really want to take it to the next level, we've also created a website called cheersboss.com where we provide you also with weekly content and some videos to go into the details so that you can with confidence go up to your boss and say, cheers, because you deserve better. <laughs>